0: Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Weekday Chat, where we like to meet with you midweek to talk about where we have been and where we are going. Uh, my name is Luke Proctor. I'm one of the ministers here at PCC.
0: Yes, and I'm Kyle, as well as one of the ministers here. It's good to have you with us. I hope over the next few minutes you can be encouraged in your faith and in your walk with God. Um, as Luke said, we just want like to recap where we've been and Think about where we're going, but uh, if you've got any questions or comments during this whole conversation, please uh, write those down, and and we will respond with you. Well, this past week, old Lukey Luke here, again, brought just a a great message for us, Um, so clear and and concise and, and encouraging. We're in this series called A Clear Vision of Life in the Meantime, and it's coming from Romans A, and this past week, Luke talked about when we live in a fallen world. And uh, the visuals were great. Luke just started up, you know, by talking about how creation was good and everything was beautiful. And the, the video you had rolling mm-hmm. was just wonderful behind you as you, as you described that. Um, but then, it, you know, it turns into tornadoes and hurricanes and, and just the, the, the devastation of what happens to such a good world now, mm-hmm. that, now that it's fallen. And here we are, we're living in the meantime in this, in this fallen world, and our hope that Luke encouraged us to have is that between the tree of the garden where everything went down and, you know, the the restored creation, you know, the, the tree in the end, we've got the tree of the cross in the middle to, to cling to and find our hope uh, in, in Jesus and be a part of the restoring of this, this world. So just good stuff, really uh, good stuff. And that's where we were where we're at well thanks uh yeah and
1: and it's easier said than done like talking through yes. all this right that if this challenge is to wait for the lord waiting is a hard thing you know mm-hmm. when you when you're hoping and praying and working for something and you don't know like if it's going to come to fruition this side of eternity right. or not so yes. what kind of words of wisdom could you give us Kyle what what can we do uh, in the present while we are waiting on the lord what's that yeah. look like
0: I, i'd say just um Fold yourself into the embrace of God, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the more you hem yourself in, uh, the less chance you'll become unraveled mm-hmm. in, this, in this fallen world. Uh, what's interesting is, you know, all throughout the Bible, the waiting is a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, whether we want it to or not, mm-hmm. as people of God, waiting is a reality. And so Psalm 27 says, uh, take heart and wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart, wait for the Lord. And Jesus obviously experienced waiting, you know, mm-hmm. like how long till I can start doing miracles? Yeah. How long until I'm going to be crucified, you know? And now how long am I going to get to be with everyone before I ascend to heaven? Like waiting was a part of his ministry. But what's interesting is what Jesus, we know Jesus loved the Psalms. Mm-hmm. And he tells his disciples, you know, before he, he leaves that take heart. Be, you know, be strong in this world. You will have trouble. Mm-hmm. You, you will have waiting. Yeah. But take heart. And he says, you'll have my peace. But what I love about that is Jesus is just really echoing what the psalmist was writing. Right. Absolutely. So there's this thread then for us to hang on to is if we're found waiting, we are being given our biggest platform to express our worship. absolutely. You know? it's how you live your life in the waiting. And the Bible is pretty clear. Jesus is clear. You got to take heart, be strong, and you'll find peace in it. Yeah, absolutely. What That's about, why about you, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah it's, Kind of why I've loved hearing these stories that we've been sharing in the Sunday mornings. You know, so many of these people expressing their brokenness, and uh, some of them are waiting for things that haven't happened yet, and they don't know how those are going to happen. And and I've loved hearing them process being faithful to God in the midst Mm -hmm. of that. That's been so good for my soul to hear from our people. And I know that's true for many of you as well. Like you said, waiting is this concept in all throughout Scripture, but it's not a passive thing. Waiting, Mm -hmm. waiting is an active thing. You're right. We're actively entrusting ourselves to God and we could give tons of examples of people who had to wait on the Lord. Um, a couple examples that are really beautiful right at the beginning of the gospels, I think of Simeon and Anna, um, oh, okay. who are these two people. They're they're both elderly at this point, but they are involved in the story of Jesus's birth yes. when you read the birth narratives. And it, it says that both of them were waiting for the Messiah to come, that Simeon had been promised by God that he wouldn't die until he got to yes. see the Lord's anointed one. That's, and so he yeah. just spent his life waiting, waiting. When, when's mm-hmm. this day going to come? And then he finally sees Jesus and he sings this beautiful song. And in the same way, there's this old lady named Anna who's been living in the temple. She's been a widow for decades and decades, and she's just waiting for God's deliverer. And yet even while these two were waiting to see this promised one from God, they didn't just sit around twiddling their thumbs. They did exactly what you said. They were living in the presence of God. They were making a practice of reading God's word to figure out when and how this Messiah is going to come and being ready, being there at the temple and actively worshiping and actively praying, folding themselves into God's presence. And yeah, so, so I mean, I just encourage you as you're waiting to, uh, don't just sit around and twiddle your thumbs, you know, right. get, get to know the Lord, dive into his word and... And the more you entrust yourself to him and engage with his presence, the more he will um, use you in, in, in the waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, waiting, you know, you'd almost say waiting is almost next in line behind discipline. Yeah. You don't like to be disciplined and we don't like to wait. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's both so good for us, though, because there's so much formation happening. Yeah, it's yeah. good. That's Absolutely. Good. Well, okay. How about you share a story with us about a time when you waited or hmm. had to be waiting? Yeah. A season and 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 during that season like how did God work in your life?
1: Yeah. Um you know, there's a few, that, some of the big seasons that come to mind are like when we found out we're pregnant, we're waiting to have a child, you know, yeah. and, and all the fears and anxieties right. and uncertainties that come in with that. But uh, one that had a little more uncertainty for me was just right after graduating college, honestly, and didn't know where we were going to land, if we were going to get a job, where it was going to mm-hmm. be. I was preaching to a little country church, was happy there, but didn't really feel called there. We just didn't know. We'd been praying for mm-hmm. a long time for God to call us somewhere and thought we had a lead on a place. And then God told us no, just really clearly and wasn't sure why, because it was an awesome ministry. Mm -hmm. We just heard no. And Steve had had called me. We thought we were going to be coming out here. Then that fell through. And we're just like, well, I guess I just don't know, you know? And so we just decided that instead of running around and being frantic and, you know, not that it's bad to fill out job applications, but chose not to just go like applying for a ton Mm -hmm. of jobs, we just decided to just kind of buckle down and do what was right in front of us and love the people that God was putting in front of us and uh, be faithful at the little country church where we were and just trust that the Lord was going right. to use that cuz God doesn't give us tomorrow right he only oh, gives yeah. us today he gives us yeah. this moment right now yeah um and then uh, then as as we did that and honestly kind of as our hearts were settled in that place mm-hmm. uh got another phone call from Steve and here we are yes. so yeah
0: what about awesome. you what about you yeah you know i i uh i'm going to go back in life like uh, kind of like you did talking about graduation um maybe Maybe some of the class of 2020 can resonate with yeah, what I'm about yeah. that, just to say. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I go back into, basically, I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> <dude>. like, <laughs> I was so eager to, like, live out a love story, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, for me, I just really wanted to find that that woman that mm-hmm. I could just, you know, fall in love with and, and, and live uh, on mission for God with and and— what I remember so vividly about all that is, I mean, that was uh, maybe I shouldn't say struggle, but it was a um, just a time in my life where I was waiting for the Lord, and I I could feel myself like truly being like dismantled by God, mm-hmm. and coming to grips with the idea of like Psalm sixteen, uh, I have no good thing apart from You, mm-hmm. and John fifteen, I can do nothing apart from You, and and and, and putting those two together, and the idea of I don't want anything unless it's from God. Like, I don't want to go force anything, yeah. you know? And yeah. just that whole waiting and waiting for the the right one. And so I just remember that it, it was a real struggle. And, and I don't know what your struggle is, but mm-hmm. I understand that there can be a real season of life, but I could literally feel God just working in my trust and everything in, in that waiting. And as soon as I came to terms and peace, you know, it just... You know, boom. He gave me the delight of my eyes. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. Like you know, and now I get to live that story. But yeah, it's just uh, those seasons. They're. Mm-hmm very formative. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. of course,
1: we do have the hope of knowing that like ultimately all of our longings are going to be fulfilled. And, yes. and we do. We have yes. a glorious future in the new creation. We got to talk about that some on Sunday. And, you know, we, we hear a lot of different ideas about heaven. Kyle, but could you just give us a few rundowns sure. <laughs> of like some, some simple things that the Bible actually does tell us that we can right. know for sure about the life to come? Yeah.
0: Well, at last, finally, you know, the voice that we have followed will have a face, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just the coolest thing to, to think about and ponder on. But uh, the main thing that I always go to is just the sorrow aspect mm-hmm. when it says no more sorrows. It's so easy for anything in our world and in our lives from day to day to be spoiled or to perish or to fade, uh, to be ruined, to be tainted by a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And, and and even though as Christians we have the power and the spirit to be able to redeem and renew all things now, it's what we're called to do. You know, there 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 will be a day where no more of this spoiling or rot. You know, yeah. um, it, it won't it won't be tainted anymore, and, and that is glorious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean to to imagine imagine that. Because um, here's the deal there. There are some of you who are faithful Christians who, who have handled your hardship or a struggle very well. I mean, you, you've, you've followed what the Bible is said to do. Your faith with God is just amazing. You're a testimony. You're, you're a light. You, you've handled it just wonderfully. But in the depths of you, there's still sorrow. Yeah. And all of us, because we're still bound to a world that's fallen, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. And so to know that finally that when he says there will be no more of that, that's just Man, can't awesome. wait! Can't yeah. wait!
1: Absolutely, and it, I mean it's so important all throughout Scripture. It tells us to to fix our eyes on that. Yes. Set our eyes on things above, not on earthly things. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's it, just spend time dwelling on the beauty of heaven. If you've not read Revelation twenty one or twenty two, the last two chapters in the Bible recently, man, go meditate on those. Some of the best chapters in all of Scripture. We're going to be spending a whole month later this fall just talking about heaven and and the future to come. This is also a pretty good plug if you haven't taken Equip You yet. Uh, sign up yeah, for Equip You this yeah. fall because we cover uh, uh, the. future Future and heaven and the life to come uh, during track one of Equip You, but I love those promises in Revelation 21 Mm -hmm. and 22. Like you said, no more sorrow, no sadness. He's going to wipe every tear Mm -hmm. from our eyes. There's going to be no more curse. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be a lot of things that there that are good too. We're going to have meaningful work uh, that is life-giving and fulfilling. And there'll be a new heaven and a new earth. And we're going to get new bodies. And I'm hoping mine's not five foot eight with no (laughs) vertical. You know, it's it's going to be good. And of course, uh, we will get the fullness of the presence of, of the one whom we have loved. Before so yep. yes, can't wait for yes. that. Absolutely. So and until that day, we, uh, we wait, yeah. uh, we wait for the Lord. And I hope you'll join us back on Sunday. We're, we're preaching on Sunday about uh, when you don't know what to pray, because mm-hmm. sometimes it is hard to connect with God right here and now, but there's a great hope for us in Romans chapter eight. So I hope yes. you'll join us then. Uh, thanks for spending some time with us today. Yeah. We love you. We miss you
0: and we're praying for you